And now, The Federal Drive with Tom Tammen on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network, underwritten by Impress Technology Solutions and Dell EMC. Thanks for joining us on this Monday, May 6th, 2019. Six minutes past the hour, I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom Temin. Our producers are Lauren Larson and Eric White. Our digital editors are Amelia Brust and David Thornton. Coming up on this hour of the Federal Drive, large defense contractors are working with smaller ones to help shore up the Pentagon's supply chain. Also, the details behind one of the biggest Medicare fraud schemes in the nation's history. Those stories and much more ahead during this hour of the Federal Drive. First up, though, trust is at the center of every program and project across the Veterans Affairs Department. The goal is to rebuild the trust of veterans, especially in how the agency delivers health care. VA's most recent data shows great strides, but it's the institutionalizing of those efforts that will produce long-term change. Lee Becker is the chief of staff at VA's Veterans Experience Office. He tells executive editor Jason Miller about how the department expects to exceed its long-term goals. Right now, when we look at trust, trust is at 87 percent across all VA hospitals and clinics. And that just really demonstrates the incredible uh, progress that they've made. We, you know, from a veteran's experience perspective, you know, really enabling the department have really placed a focus around the healthcare side. And there's been such a tremendous cultural change that has been happening, and it's really because of our amazing VA leadership. In fact, as you may know, Secretary Wilkie you know, identified customer experience as his prime directive to the department when he came on board. And he actually signed the very first VA's, the very first customer service policy last year. And in addition, he recently signed uh, the change for the Code of Federal Regulation, which as you know, is the, for VA 38 CFR, which directs how we provide services, care benefits and services. He has directed the change there for in part zero to add customer experience principles and specifically to measure customer experience through how we provide care, how effective it is, how easy it is, and making sure that we're providing it with the emotional residence, make sure we treat our every single veteran, family member, caregiver, survivor with the utmost respect, which at the end, that's what drives trust. So this shift you know, to really that true culture of customer experience you know, it really takes many, many years. But, you know, at VA, you know, we've been making these bold moves really to reinforce our focus around our veterans to ensure that the overall experience is the utmost, the highest that it can be. Walk me through that part zero change, adding customer experience principles and, and measures to, if you will, you almost codifying them, right? Correct. It is a really bold move um, and really kind of it states how important customer experience is for the secretary and for this department and how serious we are when we say that we are going to, for everything we do, it's going to be through that lens and how we approach providing the best care and benefits and services. And so this is a, it's a, it's a bold statement, but this is something that, as you know, in, under 38 CFR Part Zero, currently our VA core values is codified there. And so what we did is we created we, uh, create an amendment to that and added customer experience principles and, sh- and really hardwiring it. And, and really, when we talk about what it does for us is really holds us accountable to, to those principles and that when we provide care, it will be provided with the effectiveness, the ease, and the motion. When you talk about the changing 38 CFR Part 0, that's a pretty big deal. That's not just, hey, let's send a memo out. Hey, let's just tell people to do something. 
from your perspective as, as chief of staff, but also working within the customer experience organization, what does that mean to you? But what is it, how do you guys also then institutionalize it and, and make sure it, it, if you will, trickles down throughout the organization? That's something it's going to take. It's a process for us. How do we do that? And, you know, at first, I think it's, it, essentially it sets the stage and the foundation of how, how customer experience needs to be part of day-to-day operations at VA. And what that does is at the high level, it puts in place that high-level policy uh, and that regulation, which will then require a trickle-down effect where uh, each administration will then, based on that policy, uh, develop the – and we will, of course, work with them to, to develop the processes, the policies and processes to uh, meet that requirement. And, and frankly, most – that is already happening which is which is very exciting for us. And, you know, particularly, you know, we think about, you know, on the healthcare side, VHA, they've made some tremendous progress. And, uh, and arguably, they're already on that path. And they have been, one of the things they've been introduced, they've introduced is, we've introduced with them is the patient experience program. And this patient experience program, as, as you may know, this week is actually the patient experience week across the country and actually the world. And, of course, we're participating in that. It is really addresses people, process, technology, um, and engagement, and it provides that construct that to enable the the patient experience, that ultimate patient experience, to happen. Uh, for example, what we're doing is at every single VA medical center, there are employees and volunteers that are red coats, uh, red coat ambassadors at the VA medical center. Veterans have told us that it's hard to navigate the medical center. So what we've done is by putting Having Redcoats ambassadors at the VA Medical Center, they are able to help veterans navigate the facility because some of those facilities can be older. And, and that provides a very, a, a very warm connection and a high touch with, with our veterans to make sure that they're able to navigate properly, the facility properly. There's other tools that we have, we have been rolling out. We have also been rolling out something called on-the-moment training which is a customer experience training that enables um, the cultural change that we're expecting for every single employee to have to, to, to make them aware and empower them that they have the ability to own the moment. They have the ability to, to make the experience for their veterans, for their patients in front of them and their family members to make it the best that they can. And so this is a, a training that we are rolling out that has, we've, we've found to be very successful. And actually, we've seen the facilities that have been implementing it uh, fully have actually increased trust and increased experience. And overall, we've seen a 2% increase over the past year in uh, customer experience. So that's another example of how, you know, that really VHA and other, some, some of our other business lines already taking the steps needed to, to really actualize the, uh, what we've placed into regulation. But what, what the regulation will do for us, it will ensure that it's not personality driven and that uh, it, the customer experience principles and how we want to treat our veterans with the, with the highest experience will, will really uh, transcend multiple administrations. You actually brought up a very important point about customer experience is the customer themselves. How are you guys capturing that data? How are you working with them? Are you guys using focus groups or is it a, as I walk out of the, the medical center, the veterans medical center, they press a, a happy face, a, a mild face, a sad face. Right. How do you guys collect all that different pieces of data? That's the, one of, I think, the key aspects to be able to collect, have the data, to be able to then act on it. 
And and that's really has been, I think, the challenge over the years of prior to having this customer experience capability at VA is we didn't really have those mechanisms in place to really uh, be able to understand the, really the voice of the customer. And we may, we may have had some customer service surveys or we may have had, you know, various you know, entities that would provide us um, feedback, but a lot of it was done in a very, you know, lagging, it was, an, it was a lagging indicator. It was never those leading indicators. And so what we've done is, um, and over the past few years with this journey of developing this customer experience capability at VA, is we've developed, we think of data, we think it in two parts. One is the qualitative, and the, the qualitative is really, it's we call this the human-centered design, using human-centered design or or uh, approach where we are able to then interview, talk to veterans, talk to family members, caregivers, survivors, our employees, and using through a very you know, guided process to be able to truly understand what that ideal experience is, or we may ask them pointed questions. We're trying to, to solve a certain problem or trying to understand a certain problem, trying to you know, invoke the feedback where we could get that qualitative information to be able to uh, feed into how we should improve. And so that's one piece. And it, it may look like the, the products of that may look like we have, we develop personas. So personas and how to understand our customers. You know, so for instance, an older veteran, a younger veteran, a male veteran, female veteran, there's different personas and how we should, when we think about, um, you know, our veterans, our veterans that are from Vietnam era versus OAF, OAF, Iraq, Afghanistan, they're different, they're different needs, right? And so being able to understand those personas, I think those are key. We've also, through guided interviews, uh, developed various journey maps. And journey maps is a great tool to allow us to understand the, the uh, service, the process from the veteran's perspective, not from, because typically, you know, and this is what typically happens in, you know, in government, it's like when we think about a process, we typically think the process from the the agency's perspective. But what's pretty innovative here is we ask from the veteran's perspective to tell us what that process is. And usually, it and through a journey, we're then able to understand it. And that allows us to then um, hardwire or rewire the backend processes to that. And that has been very critical to, for example, why VA.gov was created and why VA.gov looks the way it is. And we have rewired VA.gov to be really from the veteran perspective. And that's, frankly, what from, from a lot of the, the research that uh, VA has done through this process. So that's the qualitative side. The quantitative side is so important. So as we're developing, we have those journey maps and we understand the services that we provide to veterans from the veteran's perspective. We, we identify the moments that really matter most to veterans. So, for instance, when we, when we mapped the outpatient journey, we identified that the moments that matter are the actual develop of uh, making the appointment, seeing the doctor, you know, getting the prescription, for instance, getting an x-ray. We've identified what those moments really matter most. And then what we do is we actually ask veterans those questions, and we've piloted with veterans what those questions should be. And then we've used those questions as a way to then ask them back when they use those services. We then ask those questions back to them. And it's a very similar format, as I mentioned, effectiveness, ease, emotion, and trust. And that feedback then comes to us in real time. And then we use that information, that intel, intelligence, 
to then um, really improve the, how we operationalize, how we improve our operations, improve our services at the field level, the local level, but then use that the trends and themes to be, be able to improve processes and performance at the you know programmatic and also at the strategic levels as well. That's Lee Becker, the Chief of Staff at VA's Veterans Experience Office, talking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. To listen to this interview anytime, subscribe to The Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Still ahead on Federal News Radio, details behind one of the biggest Medicare fraud schemes in the nation's history. That's next on The Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom. An idea has just been born. No one has seen it yet. It's tiny, but with the potential to change everything. Every new idea is precious in this way, sometimes fragile or half-baked. Its worth might not be immediately obvious. To survive, we must protect their little sparks. There it goes. Good luck, little guy. So many ideas like this are never realized. They could have been so much more than a line in an email or a mumble on a video call. When ideas are explored on Miro, the visual collaboration whiteboard, they're seen by the whole team in real time. Thoughts come to life and grow through team collaboration. Miro is a space where all ideas are taken seriously, and seriously good ideas come together in unexpected ways. Join over 30 million people collaborating at Miro.com. M I R O.com.